Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 27, and in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, one of the things that Jacqueline has been getting asked so frequently lately, and that's about um, her skin removal journey, uh, what led to her choosing to have um, her excess skin removed, and kind of what it was like prior to um, actually having that skin removed. I think, too, this is something that is is very near and dear to your heart with your choice to go through with skin removal. And I think it, it also has played a huge role into you becoming who you have um, as a person. Right. I definitely wanted to have an episode kind of about this whole skin removal journey. And this is probably going to be like a part one of like several series because there's so much that go into like skin removal and my journey with it. But for me, I think there's like this like weight loss kind of community. And there's it's like a divide of people who have it and who don't have it. And it can get a little bit tricky as to if you choose to have it, you don't have it. If you have loose skin, if you don't have loose skin, if you choose to have it removed and not removed. So before I begin kind of sharing more about my journey, I just want to make a little disclaimer that this is my decision. This was my point of view. I don't think you have to have excess skin removed. I don't think there's anything wrong with the decision not to have surgery. Just like I don't think there's a a negative thing if you choose to have it. And I think that can get a little bit tricky, that line of people who choose to have skin removal surgery because they must you know, be doing it for these cosmetic reasons. They want to just look better, which is, yes, it can be part of it, but it's not the only reason. And that's why I really want to share my journey and my struggle with what I came to in terms of making like this final decision to have the skin removed. But I think too, this that whole like what you were just talking about goes back to again, it's all about the decisions that are best for you and your health and well-being as opposed to what other people think right. should be done or shouldn't be done or whatever that may be. I think it's it's very individual of what's best for you when you make those choices for you rather than trying right. to please somebody else. Right. And I think that's especially important when it comes to your choice or your decision if you're choosing to lose weight. And then if you have loose skin, your choice and a decision, if you want to have that loose skin removed, or if it's not a big deal to you and you live your life with the loose skin. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. But like Kevin said, it comes down to you have to do what's best for you, your mental health, your physical health, your well-being, and kind of forget what anyone else says or what they think you should or shouldn't do or what's best because it all comes down to what's best for you. Yeah, I think it comes down to, like you said, forming your own opinions and you're getting your own answers rather than, again, trying mm-hmm. to please someone else right. or have their opinion influence you as to what you should or shouldn't do. Right. And I've I've received so many comments saying I must not have loved myself. I must not have been as confident as I was portraying. I must have not felt beautiful um, because I had the skin removed. So I must not have loved myself enough. And I believe that's absolutely false because for me, I chose to have skin removal surgery because I loved myself because I wanted what's best for myself because I wanted to take care of myself and so I think that's where it comes down to you sometimes have to silence the noise 
of what people are trying to tell you what you feel or what you shouldn't shouldn't do, especially when it comes to your own self love and self care, because no one has a right to tell you, well, you must not love yourself if you do X, Y, or Z, if you lose weight, if you have your skin removed. So I think that's what it kind of boiled down to me is I kind of had to silence out everyone's opinions and really focus deep down on like what I was feeling and make the choice that was best for me, which was to have the skin removed. Right. So let's talk about you choosing, getting up to that point of choosing to have your skin removed. Um, and what? Let's talk a little bit about what it was like living with that loose skin or how did you end up with loose skin and that kind of Yeah. So when I started my weight loss journey, I was 510 pounds and I really didn't know anything about loose skin, skin removal surgery. No one kind of talked to me about it, shared with me that I could have loose skin. I wasn't really seeing anyone else talking about it or sharing about that experience after losing a significant amount of weight. So I really started my journey thinking I'm just going to lose this weight and everything's going to be quote unquote perfect and there's not going to be any other challenges once I can lose the weight and I think it was about after I lost a hundred pounds it started like okay something's happening with the skin and my body and how it's kind of the best word to describe it is like deflating a little bit and so it was something I just kept watching and it was after I lost I think 200 pounds I was like okay I have some extra skin, something going on. And I started doing a little bit more research about it, looking into it. And I saw there was a a surgery that you could remove your loose skin. And I thought I have at least 100 more pounds to lose. I already kind of have all this skin. So it was something in the back of my mind. I was like, okay, I think I'm going to have to have surgery to have it removed. As the journey, my journey kept going, it just became more loose skin everywhere. Like we're talking arms, legs, neck, back, stomach, like everywhere. And it began to get very painful and very heavy. It was something where when I was showering, I had to lift up my stomach to wash underneath because it was just hanging so much. My chest area was sagging so much. It still is because I haven't had any surgery there, but I felt like it was going to reach my knees. Like the skin was hanging so low. The leg skin like on my inner and outer thighs was way hanging past my knees. So visibly you can tell that I had either lost a lot of weight or that something wasn't quite, and I don't know the right word, so I'll put it in quotes again, right with my body. Like you physically could see Loose skin. Loose skin. It was visible. So because it was so heavy, it caused me a lot of problems. I was getting constant headaches from it pulling from my stomach. I was having knee pain, hip pain, foot pain, ankle pain. Um, My arms were hurting. I couldn't hold them up because it was so heavy. And it was causing a lot of physical pain. It was causing my posture to be way off. So I would walk funny and then it would pull on my back and my neck. I couldn't lift my leg to like get in and out of the car, in and out of bed. It was causing rashes because it was rubbing and it was hard to keep it like dry. So it would start to like have irritations and burns and wounds because of how it was rubbing. And physically, it was a lot. (laughs) And I don't say this to kind of scare people because I would take this loose skin in a heartbeat over being 500 pounds 
But at the same time, it's not something easier that I wish on people to have to go through. It is unfortunately one of the side effects of losing an extreme amount of weight. It's definitely something I would have rather than being 500 pounds. So besides the physical challenges that the loose skin caused me, it also caused me a lot of mental pain. Looking in the mirror and still seeing your body covered in loose skin was very difficult for me and it was hard for me to see past that a lot of times. It was something that when I looked in the mirror, I couldn't see all of the hard work, all of the weight I lost, how much my body was changing. And mentally, it was just like this big, my body was still 500 pounds when I looked in the mirror. So it was something that was very hard mentally for me to overcome. For whatever reason it was, I just was struggling so much with my self-worth, my confidence, the way I thought about myself, the way I looked at myself in the mirror. And it was hard to overcome or see past that. And I tried talking to my doctor, tried telling her how much I was struggling. I tried talking to some friends and family about it. And one of the biggest responses I got from everyone was, well, you look so great, you're doing such a great job. And so it was never addressed how much mentally I was struggling. And so I just kind of kept pushing it aside because I thought this is just part of it that I just have to kind of accept this unless I have it removed, that I'm always going to view myself as this because I was always told, well, you did such a good job because you lost all the weight. Don't worry about the loose skin. You're doing such a good job because you're losing weight. Just keep losing weight. We'll worry about that later when... I don't think a lot of people realized how much mentally it was causing me pain. And then so I stopped talking about it because it felt like I was complaining about something that I shouldn't be complaining about because I should feel happy and proud that I lost all this weight. And so to complain about this loose skin felt like it was just me complaining to people all the time. And instead of making my mental health a priority and really getting that help I needed along the journey as I was losing weight, it kind of, I feel like all came at me at once. And it was like this negative image and self-thought that I had on myself all the time that I was trying to silence because everyone was telling me I shouldn't be feeling that. So the, you you physically struggled with the, the pain and the rashes and the posture and all of those things. You also struggled uh, mentally with that pain and struggle of not viewing yourself as what you truly were. Um, do you think loose skin and the physical and mental struggles, do you think that those things are something that can be avoided when you do lose an extreme amount of weight? I think a lot of people think, well, if you, these are some of the things I've heard. If you drink more water, if you wear wraps, if you don't lose it so quickly, if you lose it along a long period of time, these are things that are some of like the myths and things that are out there to how to prevent loose skin. But I think what it comes down to is it comes down to your body, your genetics, how much weight you have to lose and how your body kind of carries that weight. But I don't think, and I've talked to my surgeon about this, I've talked to my doctor about this, when you have an extreme amount of weight to lose, there's not really anything you could do about the loose skin. And I know some people who have lost 50 pounds 
and they're dealing with loose skin. 25 pounds and they're dealing with loose skin. But there's not a wrap, a pill, a magic wand that you can do along your journey that's going to prevent it from happening. And at the end of the day, like I tell myself all the time, it's just skin. Um, And you can make that decision to have it removed or not. Like I said, there's not one right answer. But I think what it boils down to is not making a decision based on fear of loose skin or what will happen when you have loose skin. It's making the decision of what's best for you. And if you feel physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is that weight loss is best for you, you can't be worried about what's going to happen once you do that or once you lose weight or if you're going to have loose skin. That's just something you're going to have to deal with after and see how you feel, how much loose skin you have. Does it physically bother you? Does it mentally bother you? And then what your options are after. But there's not, like I said, a magic pill that's going to say, okay, if you do X, Y, or Z, you're going to prevent loose skin. Right. Well, I think too, it boils down to as well, that once your skin is stretched a certain amount to accommodate your your body at whatever size it may be, your skin only has a certain amount of elasticity in it. And when you lose that weight, it can't go back to what it was before. Like mm-hmm. there's just physically, it, it's it's something that's going to happen when your body right. expands. Like my surgeon kind of, I asked him this question before because I was getting it a lot saying, if you would have lost it slower, if you would have done whatever diet, if you would have done X, Y, or Z, would I have not had as much skin? And the way my surgeon kind of explained it to me is he said it's kind of like a rubber band that you're stretching over and over and over again. And it's not going to be as tight or as firm or as elastic as it was when you first got that rubber band, especially you wear it around your wrist, you put it in your hair, like you do things, it stretches out. The body's just like that. The more you stretch it out, it's not going to be able to go back to its normal. The word's not normal. I hate that word, but like back to its original well take your balloon and blow up your balloon and let the air out of it it's never going to go back to where it was before like that's just the 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 matter of fact is once you lose a certain amount of weight there's no going back so i don't think to answer that question like i tell people when i get this question is there's nothing you can do to prevent it if it's going to happen and it's something that like i said it can't stop you or shouldn't stop you from making the choice to lose weight if that's something that you want to do. Absolutely. And, and, I couldn't and, agree with that more. And like you said, it, let's face this challenge that's in front of us. And if it's getting that weight off to be live a healthier life, let's cross those other things when we mm-hmm. get there. Like You can't worry about what's ahead when you don't know exactly what's going to be going right. on at that point. And you don't know either if you're going to be someone who it's physically going to cause harm to. You don't know if... Once you lose this weight and you have this skin, if it's mentally going to cause you challenges or bother you. I have a lot of friends who have a lot of loose skin and it doesn't bother them at all. And they don't have choose to have it removed. And they're totally happy with the loose skin. And they're just happy that that weight is off. So I don't think we can really know how we're going to feel physically or mentally about having loose skin until we get to that path. And then what helped me was knowing it's my choice whether to have it removed or not. And that's something that you can kind of decide for yourself once you get there, which is, is the surgery worth it? Or is that something that 
you can live with this loose skin and you're totally happy living a healthy life having the loose skin. I don't think there's one right or wrong answer. It comes down to what's the decision and the choice that's best for you. Right. So with that, let's jump into that. And what made you decide that you wanted or needed it? And what were those steps that followed once you decided, okay, I am going to have my skin removed? Like what, what, what came next? Um, I think because I had so much skin kind of very early on, like I think once I lost, like I said, 200 pounds, it was something where it was already causing problems. So I feel like it wasn't, you can help me remember if you remember anything, but I feel like once that kind of happened, it wasn't a choice of if I'm going to have it. I was just like, I'm having it. And I think it was because it was already mentally and physically causing me pain at that point. I think too, physically at that point, you had it and you had kind of started reading about like, is it a possibility or what it is? And I think the more you read, the more you realize like, this is my reality. I Mm -hmm. am going to have some physical ailments because they were already starting Mm -hmm. at that point um, that are going to be associated with this loose skin and removing it is probably going to be in my future just because of the sheer volume of weight that I lost, the amount of skin that was left over after that. Right. And I knew I still had more weight to lose and it was already causing a lot of issues. Right. But I think at that point, you had also um, kind of got the ball rolling and looking into finding surgeons who specialized in removing skin Mm -hmm. and reaching out to your doctor and figuring out what kind of the next steps were. Mm -hmm. I really got information about skin removal, what it was, did my research, looked up surgeons in my area, went to my primary doctor and kind of was like, this is going on. What do you know about skin removal? And all those doctors I saw, all those surgeons I saw, it it wasn't even a matter of, oh, well, it's up to you. They're like, in my opinion, you're going to have to have your skin removed because it was already such a problem. And a few of the doctors you saw at that point said that they would operate on you at that point, even knowing that you had 100 pounds still to lose um, because of because the of the amount of right. skin that was already there. Uh, They also said, had you waited as you did, you were going to end up with better results and all of these things because you waited and got to your lowest point that you were looking to get to go to rather than having it and then losing 100 pounds more and then possibly having more more skin left over at that point. Right. So I think what it kind of got the ball rolling when I started having these challenges and I started thinking, okay, this is something that I'm going to choose to have that's in my future. And I started finding all the information, started researching. So I was kind of educated on what it kind of entailed. And it I never allowed myself to watch videos or see like pictures because I think it would have freaked me out a little bit. But I got all the information I could. I read about different surgeries, how many surgeries, how much skin people had, had removed, um, where the surgeons were, who the best surgeons were. Even in like the whole country, I was looking at who the best ones were looking up those surgeons, looking up what they've done before and after photos and really started doing research like probably two years before I even started having surgery and really went in with questions, concerns, even if they felt stupid or that I should have known, I asked those questions and educated myself, which I think is the most important thing to do if you're choosing to have skin removal It's not only picking a surgeon or maybe someone who's close to you, but educating yourself on all the surgeons, what the surgery entails, what do you have to have 
to be able to have it done. Um, well, I think there's so many factors that go into having surgery physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. Like there's so many things at play there that you have to have lined up and right for you to get like the good proper results of actually under like actually mm-hmm. undergoing those surgeries. Like it, it kind of is like this, all the stars have to align for it to like actually benefit you. Right. And so I think if it's something you're thinking about that you may want or may need, or it may come to you wanting to have skin removal, I would definitely say start doing your research. Even if it's, you're not close to maybe having surgery, start doing research and educating yourself about the process, the pros, the cons, the surgeons who specializes in it. Just because they're a surgeon doesn't mean that they have the credentials or know exactly how to do skin removal surgery properly and safely and effectively um, because you don't want to go through a huge surgery like this and then come out worse off than you were before which i've met some people who regretted not looking into their surgeon more that they were an excellent surgeon but didn't know how to properly do skin removal surgeries um and they ended up with a lot of complications my heart like not happy with the results, number one, but number two, lots of complications. So I think I educated myself in the beginning and started seeing surgeons right when I started thinking it was a possibility. Um, Going off of that, I get asked a lot about how much weight you have to lose in order to be able to have skin removal. And Kevin kind of touched on it, so I kind of wanted to elaborate a little bit best advice I can give you, and this is without numbers, this isn't trying to, you have to get to whatever weight, but it's to get to a weight where you're comfortable and you don't really want to lose any more weight. Or for me, it was like the scale was kind of my indicator because for a good six months, I was pretty steady at a weight, like a number, and it wasn't moving. And that one was kind of the indicator to me, my surgeon, my doctor, that I had hit a healthy weight for myself and I wasn't trying to lose any more weight that that's when the process kind of began for me if you have it too early and you still want to lose weight you could be left with more loose skin after you lose more weight so I I don't know if certain surgeons have like you have to get I had one who told me you have to get under 199 or I won't do it um but I think it comes down to the surgeon and what you're kind of looking for. Because for me, I could have had surgery to remove the skin and then still lost like 200 more pounds and then had it again. If it's really causing issues and you have to have it removed, there's different surgeries and procedures to kind of help remove a little bit of the skin as you continue your journey. But that's something to talk to your doctor about. And if you're really having issues where I know some people because of the amount of skin on their stomach, it was causing open wounds, like big open wounds. So they had to cut that part of the stomach off first and then they can continue on with their journey. Uh, So I think it all depends on how your body reacts to the weight loss, whether you should wait till you're done or not. But for me, I waited until I was at a comfortable weight before I started the journey, which I'm so glad I did because it added to you're going through surgery. So obviously you want the best results possible. And for me waiting until I was done losing weight, I think gave me the best results. I think too, as you were talking about 
when it, or is it, when are you ready for surgery? How do you know you're ready for surgery? I think that depends on you as a person, as an individual, but I think it also depends on your surgeon. But I think another factor that plays into that is what procedure are you having done? Because just with tummy tucks, there's you could do just a straightforward tummy tuck. You could do a fleur-de-lis tummy tuck. You could do a mm-hmm. 360. Like There's so many uh, pr- different procedures for each individual person, right. and your surgeon will decide and uh, and consult with you about what you're looking for, what you want your results to be, and all of that. So I think that there's so many factors to say, okay, this is what works for everybody, I think is just is right way too far out there that you like it's right but it's so individualized i don't think there's like a specific set point of you have to get to right some uh, surgeons may say that weight to some surgeons may tell you that but again is that the surgeon that you want or you're looking for like that's something that you have to decide like what's best for you right and i think other things to factor into is the amount of time you're going to have to be home off work if someone's going to have to take care of you be at home with you because it is a physical hardship like i did need help very a lot um for at least the first two weeks it's it's like what's what's the word for it like well you were very reliant uh, yeah two weeks um, so it, it, it also depends on your schedule. If you have kids and their schedule and your other responsibilities, financial, all of these things play into what's going to work best for you. Not just you've lost all this weight and now it's time to have skin removal. I think all those other things play into when's the best time for you to have it done. And that's definitely something I would talk to your doctor about, talk to your surgeon about, talk to your family, your friends and everyone can kind of get on the same page in terms of it's not just one you have surgery and it's done. It's it, the recovery is a process. Well, I think too. So you with have to that, factor that in. I think you could also consult with people if you have you reach out to people who you know have had surgery and see what their uh, recovery was like because again that's different for everyone. Everyone's mm-hmm. pain tolerance is different. Everybody's results are different. Everybody like mm-hmm. what everybody goes through and how they recover. It's it's different, and so I think you have to kind of put a game plan together that benefits you based on what mm-hmm. um like with all those opinions and mm-hmm. all of those things and all those factors and put those together to to figure out what's best or when it's best for you to actually right. go and through with surgery i i don't like talking about this but with surgery comes complications not always not every surgery is going to have setbacks or complications but that's also something to consider if you're like, okay, I told my work three weeks and it's only three weeks. I have to be back after three weeks and something happens where it has to be longer. That's also something to keep in mind. Uh, so another no, thing to be aware of when you're trying to figure. But if I were to give you the best advice, best case scenario, if your job, financial, anything else didn't matter, it's when you got down and you were done losing weight and you felt comfortable with where you were at, that's when I would decide to have skin removal. Right. So let's kind of go into this next little thing. And it's how did you find your surgeon or how did you pick your surgeon? Uh, it started with, I went to my primary doctor and went to kind of see if my insurance plan or coverage had a doctor, a surgeon, recommendations from my doctor uh went and saw a few different doctors none of the doctors really specialized in this and so i started looking outside of my health insurance plan as to who are the best surgeons who perform skin removal 
And that's very important. Like I mentioned before, it's not just a surgeon. Definitely ask and check if they performed skin removal surgery and started doing my research. And I went and saw, I can't even tell you how many different surgeons. And the way I picked my surgeon, who I love him to death, is right when I met him, he introduced himself and I just had this calming feeling take over me. And I remember thinking, this is my surgeon. This is him. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what that feeling was. It's just something about me. I think I have this feeling with people. And the moment he walked in the room, I knew in my head, this was the surgeon. And he told me because I went and saw all these surgeons when I still had over 100 pounds to lose. He just answered my questions, made me feel comfortable. And I remember he told me, once you kind of get to a place where you're not losing weight anymore, you're kind of comfortable with where you're at and you've kind of plateaued, it's very important to kind of make sure you stay at that weight so you're not gaining weight, losing weight, and it's fluctuating a lot. Once that happens, come see me again and we can kind of reevaluate. And there's probably a year, year and a half. Year, after. year and a half later, I called him up and I said, I want a consult consultation. He remembered who I was. He came in and I remember he told me, I'm so proud of you for coming back and actually getting to this place. He said, most people never make it this far, like, and don't ever go back and make it to see him after he told them to get to where I'm at. And I feel like that just kind of bonded us a little bit because he saw me at 300 pounds. Now I just lost, you know, 150 more pounds. Here I was again, still like, I'm ready to do this. Let's do this. And just that comfort in him made me like, you're the one, let's kind of do this. But I saw at least 10, I would say, different doctors, some who were not experienced at all and were like, no, I don't do this. You need to go see someone else because I'm not doing this to a few who were like experienced in this. And then when I met my surgeon, it was just like, he's the one. Well, I think too, it, it was, you checked out reviews, you've checked out the before and after pictures of their results, what their scarring kind of looks like as a general rule. There was so many other factors beyond that. I think that was kind of like mm -hmm. your tipping point. Well, I didn't go see doctors outside of my plan unless they were experienced, did this, had the before and afters. So it wasn't, it, it was already, I knew he was good at what he did as a surgeon. He already had the criteria, the before and afters, the skill, right. the way that his patients scarred, the positive reviews. I'm personal friends with someone who had some surgery done with him. Her experience with him was amazing. So I think a lot, like Kevin said, factored into it. But I pretty much... Like just that personal connection it was right. the tipping point that right. said this and is... And I, I didn't kind of waste my time on outside people who didn't do this and went and wasted my time to go see those surgeons. I was very specific because I had done my research, looked up surgeons, knew what I was looking for, and then went and actually had the consultation with them. But I definitely think you should have that comfort and trust and 
you know, respect for whoever your surgeon is. And sometimes if you have to travel out of state, if you have a connection with one, you get weird vibes from one, you have to trust yourself again and your instinct and picking what surgeon is going to be best for you. Absolutely. I think that, I think there's something to be said for that gut feeling and that gut response to know. Because this person is literally going to be taking care of you on a very personal level and you want to make sure you trust them completely with your life because literally they have their your life in their hands and you want someone who's actually going to care about you, not just as like a patient and they're getting money in, but as someone who genuinely cares about you and your health and your well-being as a person. And I think that's what set my surgeon apart from everyone else is he made me feel important like he was going to actually take care of me because he wanted what was best for me and together as a team we were going to get the best results possible in moving forward at a hundred percent a thousand percent he's definitely been taking care of me way beyond for all my surgeries so right so let's touch on another um i think a big factor in being able to actually have this skin removed and that is the financial aspect um, related to skin removal surgery and um, how, just how does that work? Oh, okay. Um, this topic gets me a little bit heated because it is not necessarily at this point in time a covered benefit that is covered by insurance to have done. In the same breath, it is something that's changing and it's definitely, in my opinion, something that 1000% should be covered for people. It, it just makes me very angry how they classify it as a cosmetic procedure, especially when people have so many physical and mental ailments related to having exactly. excess But skin. yet they just say it's cosmetic. So because it's cosmetic, you pay out of pocket and we're not helping. And that, I don't think there's anything in life that makes me more frustrated than that. And no joke, I even had a doctor who I was telling her all this. She was looking at my skin and she told me when I told her how much physically it was hurting and mentally it was hurting, told me to my face, my mental health did not matter to her. And I started crying in her office and was about to go off on her. And I pretty much was like, I'm done and had to walk out because how dare she tell me mental health doesn't matter. Like for a big company like I was at, for them to be claiming mental health doesn't matter just so they didn't have to cover my surgery. Well, not only that, she told you physically what you were going through wasn't uh, life she, or death. And she so told me was... I should be lucky I was alive and not dying or suffering like some other patients and people that she works on. So pretty much sat there. Said physically you're not dying and right. mentally what you're going through doesn't matter. It doesn't affect your need for surgery. So if you so. want surgery, you're going to have to pay for it. And nothing makes me more upset than thinking about that. And the amount of people who have messaged me and emailed me that have had similar experiences with doctors or surgeons telling them that it's a cosmetic procedure, even with mental challenges, even how they had physical problems with it. It really is something that angers me. So I hope 
one of my biggest wishes and hopes in this whole world is that it is a covered procedure because the amount of hassle and struggle I had to go through to get these surgeries should never be anything anyone has to go through ever to have something like this done. It's not something that's fun. It's not something that I'm saying, oh yeah, I want to go through this because I think it's gonna be a good time for me and you should have to pay for it. It's something that's physically and mentally causing so much challenge and problems to people and it's not okay that it's not covered and that people have to fight so hard or financially put themselves in a burden or not have it done because financially they can't afford it when they need it done. So it it's, it it really makes me heated if you can't tell. But what I did want to answer is first and foremost, one of the questions I was getting asked is, no, my surgeon did not do my surgery for free. I know there's some people on social media who work with different surgeons and can get, you know, different things for free. But no, I did not get anything for free from my surgeon. Um, the second thing is, no, it's not a covered benefit for most people. And I say most because in some places, depending where you live, it is. I know some people were saying in Canada or different places that it is now considered uh, like a covered benefit. A covered benefit. So my best recommendation for you is do your research. Like hardcore do your research. Even if it's a new law or rule that it is covered, they're not going to come out and specifically tell you, yes, it's a covered thing. So do your research, know your information, look into plans and policies and procedures and what's actually a rule, a law, a... Everything. Well, I think too, you could say that uh, you can't listen to what the doctors tell you either with that because they'll tell you, oh, it's a cosmetic thing and it's not no. covered. Like you need to do your own research and dig I'll deep. Fight it. Dig deep and figure out what the real, true, what your insurance policy says. Right. And a hundred percent, if it's causing you any sort of physical pain or mental pain, you have to fight it. Like that's the only way we're going to see changes in this healthcare system is we have to not take no for an answer and keep demanding them to do better. They're there to take care of us. And unfortunately, with this whole situation, I was not given the proper care, attention, respect that I deserved for doing this. It's like they pushed me, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. So I lost weight. And they're like, okay, good luck. Now you're struggling. Here, have fun. Go take your struggles elsewhere because we're not going to help you. Um and so the best advice I can give you is do your research. Look into it and fight it. Do not let someone say, no, it's not covered, it's cosmetic, and take that for your final answer. And that's really all I can kind of say on this. But I definitely hope in the future it is something that we don't even have to have this conversation about, that if you need this surgery done, that you're able to get it, period. Because it's not right that people are having to pay so much money to have this done when it, it, it just, there's so much into it, but it's not right. Like yeah, it's we'll not leave right. it at that. Cause you could go on and on and on for hours about that, but let's kind of follow this up too with the financial aspect of the one, probably number one question you get asked is how much does your surgery cost? 
And I think you can come out and say that that is something that's unique to each situation and it's unique to each doctor location. I mean, it's something that you really truly need to go see that doctor and see, get a price quote because that's going to be different for everybody. Right. And it's going to be different for every surgeon, um, depending on what, again, what procedure that you're having done. Right. Price depends on how much skin you have, what surgery you're having, what your surgeon's cost is, where you live, your state you're in, the medical room fees that there are in your state. There's so many different things that factor into a price for how much surgery is. So the best thing I could do is tell you is go talk to several different surgeons, even if you want to look at different states, because I know here in California, everything is top price where I am. But it's definitely something if you look into different states, it might be more affordable because their price for everything is not as high. So I would definitely do research and figure out this is the surgery I kind of want based on how much skin I have, based on what I want removed, and then kind of get a ballpark price from different surgeons either in your area or if you're willing to travel outside. And if you are traveling outside, make sure you factor in the cost of the travel and how quickly you would be able to be on an airplane and all of those kind of added costs that would go into traveling. But it's definitely something that price is going to determine or be determined based on your surgeon and where you live and what you're having done. Right. So with that, I think we'd like to thank everyone for... uh, taking the time to listen to us. So I know that listening to a podcast is a big time commitment. So we want to thank everybody who is taking the time to listen to our episodes that we are sharing. Right. And I know this is the first of many skin removals. So if you ever have any questions, you're thinking about this, you're going through this, you just need some extra help or advice or suggestions, please reach out. I know this is something that I wish I had more information or, you know, had more people I could reach out to who had went through this when I was kind of going through all this. So I want you to feel comfortable reaching out to us if you are someone who's struggling or if you have more specific questions. And like we said in the beginning, we will be answering more and I'll be going more in depth as to what surgeries I had, recovery, pain, and all of that kind of stuff um, as well. So we do, like Kevin said, appreciate you listening and you know, following along on this little journey of ours and for your love and support and for being here with us. Absolutely. So if you could also take the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you consume podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. And also remember, it's It's never never too too late late to fly. fly.